plug into the minds of the world's cutting-edge innovators, visionaries, and thought leaders who are rewriting the rules of sales and success. It's your time to make an impact. I am your host, Jason Mark Campbell, and this is the Selling with Love podcast. I'm not too sure where exactly you're supposed to draw the line, but I think most people are doing it too little as opposed to too much, at least for the types of people that might be listening in and believing in the message of selling with love, that believe in the impact that they want to make, the mission that they're pushing forward, the business that's trying to solve problems in the world. I don't think we push it far enough. But I've seen examples where it goes a little too far. And I want to speak about believing in other people's potential. Oftentimes in sales, even before we have a conversation with a potential prospect, potential client, we often pass judgments as far as who that person is, how they're going to apply the product or service that we're giving to them, and if they're likely to have success with the purchase. I mean, the whole process of understanding our target market and designing our products to fit that target market is because we should know with a fair amount of certainty that whoever acquires this product or service will have more value than what you are asking for them to pay for. Now, we do pass judgment anyways, and sometimes you might have been in conversations with somebody who perhaps you're doubting that they will be successful with your product and service. Perhaps you're wondering if you should even sell the product to them. And so I had one of my team members actually does a lot of sales, not just with myself, but works with other organizations to do sales. And he was telling me about some of the conversations with the people he was having, whether it was from different countries where he would have preconceptions as their potential for being actual buyers or being qualified buyers. And it was very interesting because I know for myself that I've made this mistake many times is passing judgment on someone without understanding that if my product or service truly has the potential to help somebody's likelihood, say it's a personal transformation product or a solution that you bring into their business that can actually turn things around, yet we find ourselves not selling fully, holding back, maybe even doubting if we should even sell it when we pass judgment on that person thinking, well, I don't know if they're actually going to have success with this. So when my team members started complaining about the types of leads they were having, I shared a story that was shared within this organization of that same product that was being sold. I had experience selling it too. And it was this gentleman from Morocco. And this person didn't have a lot of money in their name. They were actually quite struggling and they happened to put all of the money that they could find together to purchase a certain product for personal transformation. In this case, it happened to be a Tony Robbins personal coaching program, okay? And when they bought this program, they completely changed their life around. They went on and really put into practice what they learned. They've built a clientele. They started selling coaching, offering their service to others, having success with the clients they're serving, and truly getting a chance to leave Morocco, travel the world, and really be an inspiral case study to be able to be a life coach, build a business around it, and have that success. Now, if that person on the other side that was selling to them would have passed judgment saying, oh, they're from Morocco, they said they didn't have that much money, maybe I shouldn't sell it too hard to them, it begs the question, is us having doubt in other people's potential actually holding us back from changing people's lives? And this is why I sometimes have that hesitation I mentioned at the beginning of this conversation, which is how far is it okay 
to push it because I've seen malpractice for people truly selling what is hopes and dreams for a product that might be below standard. But if you're truly working for an organization that has a quality product and you're talking to people that if they have this in their hands, you truly increase their likelihood of success, then it is our duty to be showing up filled with energy, ready to sell it enthusiastically because change is hard. Any process of purchase is dealing with people's resistance to change. It's hard. But if you can bring your energy to really help this person make a decision for the better, take whatever funds they have or say they don't have and get them to put it towards something that's constructive is one of the best ways they can invest in themselves. But where is it too far to push it? Well, let me make three questions really clear that you can take home. If ever you've been wondering if you should adequately sell something or not, ask yourself the following question. Number one, is their chance of success increased with them having this product in their hands? Now, again, if it's some sort of personal development program, maybe it's a modality that really gets people to break through any limiting beliefs, blocks, or if it's a business service that really helps people increase their revenue, reduce their costs, and when they have it in their hands, it simplifies their life, then that first test is actually passed. The second question is, Within your organization, are you putting together a product or service that truly puts as much as possible so you can increase their chances of success with the product? This is a different question. This is on you. This is a self-reflection. Are you truly building and selling something that is putting the odds in their favor to be successful with your product? And if not, well, perhaps we need to make a few tweaks there because it's maybe not having faith in the client, but you having doubts in your product. And the third question, which I think there's a lot of debate about this, so I'd be curious to hear from you. I think that any organization that is truly trying to sell as much as possible an impactful product should have compassionate policies in place that are non-predatory. What I mean by that, refund policies, compassionate policies that I give you a few days so that people that have made the purchase can think about it. See, when I see people with no refund policies, I understand the psychology. You know, you're saying you need to have that commitment, but that's a lot being put on the prospect to make a decision into your product and service, and it makes you be off the hook selling it to actually deliver something of quality. I actually think there should be above and beyond the minimum that your state, country demands, because I've seen people go to the absolute minimum policy possible for refunds. And the fact is, is if you can actually get people to make a deposit, make a purchase, even with the refund policies in place, it's then up to you to over deliver. Yeah, you might have one or two people that will take advantage of your policies. So what? You're going to show up, you're going to deliver, and you're going to be somebody getting much more clients because those policies are in place. And you're going to sleep well at night for every sale that you make. You know, in my book, I speak about rational sabotage where people say, well, you know, I always leave it up to the person to buy. But again, we're dealing with the process of change. We have to go out and be, I'm afraid to say the word, but I'll say it anyways. We want to be pushy a little bit. I mean, nobody willfully goes to the gym if they're trying to build a new habit. Matter of fact, my partner this morning, I did not want to get up and go to the gym. And she's like, come on, we made the commitment. Let's go. We're not going to give up on this. And I said, fine, that's being pushy. And I appreciate it. 
And once it was done, I was glad I did it. The same goes for when you're in the sales process. So yes, it demands you to be firm, confident, and believing in the person you're selling to that they will have success with your product and service. So don't discredit people even before having a conversation. Show up with the right energy, believing that this is the perfect person with your product that will have massive success with it. And again, ask yourself those three questions. Are you truly seeing that their odds of success are going to be better once they have your product? Are you doing everything possible to make sure they can be as successful as possible with your product? And of course, do you have favorable policies in place so that it is non-predatory and there is a way for them to back out? If you realize you might've been talking to the wrong prospect. And with that, I want you to be out there, sell boldly, believe in the prospects, believe in yourself, and of course, keep selling with love. But I'm telling you, most of you listening to the show are probably not pushing it strong enough or believing in the people enough. And so I want to give you permission to truly go out there and sell powerfully. I am your host, Jason Mark Campbell, and this is the Selling with Love podcast. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.